what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss Lee, the people's mentor. And this is episode three, uh, 22 of the show. This is all about leadership in 2021. And I think it's something a lot of you are probably going to absolutely love. There's so much value in this episode. And I really love the energy and the vibes of these people. When I do uh, training calls like this, it's, it's, greatly influenced by the energy of the people that are actually on the call. And so this is one that I think you're going to love. They are South Africans and they really brought the heat. If you enjoy this podcast, all I ask you to do is please screenshot it, put in your story, tag me, tag some friends and let them know your biggest take away. We are at 1,434 five-star ratings on Apple iTunes. And so as soon as we get to 1,500, of course, we're going to have a $1,500 giveaway. So tell all your friends, get all your reviews in. I love you guys and I appreciate every single one of you. Today's review of the show is Megan22, five stars. Love her. So inspiring. She pumps me up. Flame, 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 flame. <laughs> I always come back for more and I love listening and learning from Jesse Lee. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I hope you love this episode on leadership of the show. Abnormal and above average. So I would do the three, right? Find out what your three things are for you. And then when you're structuring your story, what is like pulling on your heart, Kristen? What makes you want to get out of bed every day? Like what makes you just want to scream? Like what are you super passionate about? And that's your brand. Your brand shouldn't be something that's something you just don't really care about. I really care about what I do. I really care about it. And when it's something then that people can also attach their emotions to, you're definitely winning. Um, hopefully that answers it. If you need more, uh, more clarification, feel free to drop it in the chat. I'll answer it. Emily says, if you are a big introvert, what are your recommendations on getting comfortable and also creating that personality? Okay. So for me, oh, after this, I get to go stare at a wall for like hours and then go to bed. (laughs) I'm excited about it, right? So I love building on the internet because I'm an introvert. So I don't, I I was so awkward turtle. Like, what is awkward turtle? I was such a little awkward turtle in person, right? (laughs) I was, I just want to keep doing it. It looks really cool on camera. Okay. So I was like this little awkward turtle and I don't know, like I was just, ugh. like I don't, I, I would read all the books on like how to talk to strangers and like the charisma myth and blah, blah, blah. And I, and now I can attach to that, right? Like now I'm much better than I was, but especially when I was not confident in entrepreneurship, I was not confident in speaking business. I was not confident in any of those things. Um, the internet is what I actually relied on. And so something I will tell you is back to the post-it notes there. I have them everywhere, but like, here's a post-it note. All right. So like I used to literally get so nervous that I would take a post-it note and I would put it over my screen, like on the part that I would be able to see how many people were watching me live. Like the idea that somebody would watch me on a live video, I would like barf. (laughs) Like I was not okay with it. So I would cover it. Remember I told you I'd use post-it notes for my notes. I would literally cover it like way up here. I'd have my notes. I wouldn't even see people's comments. And I would just look in this little hole up here and pretend I was talking to my best friend. And I did that for a long, long time long time. And I will just tell you, it's not that I don't, I don't know if it gets easier, but I can promise you that you get better. So this is my version of better at this point, right? As to creating a personality, what does your business need? Like Emily, I'm not sure what your business is. What does your business need? You know, for me, my business needed a much bigger personality. My, my business needed a character. My business needed somebody with, you know, that bright blue party, wild personality, And that just ain't me. 
I'm like a sit down at home with a steak and chill kind of gal. So I started doing weird stuff to see what would resonate. I know this is going to sound so weird, but I would get like props. Literally, my first, I don't even know how many live videos, I had props, I had signs I'd hold up that said like, hello, hello, on them. I would do lives, this is going to sound even weirder, I'm so sorry, okay? I did lives many times, I'm going to bring it back because it's my most requested live. I did these lives called tubby time, and I would go in the tub, fully dressed, like literally like this, in a bubble bath. (laughs) I hope you're laughing. Oh my God. I can't see your faces. So, oh my God. I hope you're laughing. I would literally go live in a bathtub, fully dressed, and I would rip business tips because I was, I would put a face mask on too. So like I was felt like I was like incognito. And then I don't know, man, it was so funny to even me that I was just laughing at myself and people were like, watching me like crazy. I think I got probably my biggest organic reach ever from my tubby times because people couldn't stop watching, right? They couldn't stop watching. They were sharing everywhere. They were like, there's a psychopath in a bathtub. And then these people would watch me and be like, dude, that crazy girl, she's really smart. Like, I, I think this is a marketing tactic. So I'm not telling you to get in a bathtub, Emily. I hope you're not like reading too directly into it. But what are the things you can try to do that will make people get eyes on you? Because ultimately building a brand is getting eyes on you and finding out what resonates with people. I hope that helps. Uh, Ken says, how do you deal with negative comments or messages? Um, First of all, such a good question. So many ways I can answer this. My first thing I want to say is please Stop judging yourself off of one or two or a hundred super negative people, okay? And I'm literally, I mean a hundred because you might have a ton. You might have a really big following. We are so quick to scroll through comments and like, it's human nature, I guess, but you're reading and it's, you're amazing, you're beautiful, you're this, you're that, you're blah, 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 all this great stuff. You don't even read it. You literally are looking for the one-star review or you're looking for the person who's like, you're such an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, stop. I delete them if they're super nasty, if they're horrible and make me feel about myself, definitely delete and block. But like more so than not, you don't even need to read them. I don't even finish reading the comment if I'm like, I think this is going a negative place. Whoop, swipe, delete. I don't care. I don't let it in my mind. The second thing I want to place I want to go with this is, have you ever met a hater doing better than you? Because the answer is no. Okay. If you don't like me, that's a shame because I love me. All right. Like I don't know anybody hating on somebody who, you know, is, is doing poorly. If you don't like me, why? Is it because I'm cute? I mean, that's terrible. I like being cute. Do you not like me? Like, do, I mean, what's the problem? Can, can you want to trade bank accounts? You know, hater, whoever the hater is. You know, you're doing great, Ken. I know you're doing great because you're on here. So you don't, those haters are not doing better than you, probably in any facet of their life. And these little angry keyboard warriors, you know what? Come to my face. Like, say it to my face. They would never. They would never have the audacity to do so. And you can really throw them for a loop, Ken, if you're a little bolder than me. I just delete. But um, one thing you could do is you could DM them. Like, I don't know how bold you want to go with this, but uh, you could literally DM them and be like, Richard, 
Richard, what is wrong? Are you having a bad day? Do, do you need a, like, do you need a friend? Bro, I'll talk to you. Like, what's going on? I mean, they will be perplexed. They will not, they will feel like they are hoodwinked. They will not know what to do with a kind message. You might be able to reverse that entire situation. So uh, negative comments, I don't care at all, honestly. Um, Richard says, I've been wondering where to start to get verified on Instagram. And also, do you think that the verified badge works to close deals? I will start with the second part of the question, Richard. Uh, the answer is yes, okay? There is something about that little blue... That people are like, oh, she knows what she's talking about. Man, I've known what I've been talking about for a long, 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 long time. Y'all just figured it out, okay? <laughs> so crazy, right? But um, yes, I think it does matter, depending on the profession perhaps. But like, if nobody in your industry is using social media, maybe it doesn't matter. I build business on social media. So if I didn't, like the day I got that little check thing, it's, I mean, it was... It was off to the races, really. I mean, it was crazy. Um, but how how to start? Um, you just need a ton of published articles. So you've got to reach out to people, get articles published, validate what you're doing, prove that you're a celebrity in whatever your field is. Um, and after enough things have been submitted, they will approve you. There might be some people, actually, I'm going to guess, in the $100 million mastermind who... They probably have some connections. I don't have that connection for you, but I'm sure a lot of people on here probably do. So I would reach out with this obviously awesome network here and find out what that is, um, who that person would be. Um, amazing. That's a great tip. Thanks. You're welcome, James. Tim says, great, inspiring talk. Jesse Lee, thanks. You're welcome. Haley, can you speak a little bit more on building a solid team? Yeah, for sure. So um, I wish I could collaborate immediately with you so I could see, uh, so I could go back and forth with a little bit of candor here. Specifically, I will tell you, building a great team, it's culture. And something, I know y'all are taking notes, because I know leaders are learners. Your culture in your business is being created, whether it's you creating it, or whether you're allowing somebody else to create it for you. I'll say it again. The culture in your businesses is being created whether you are creating it or whether somebody else is creating it for you. And so if you ask me, the most important part of my businesses is the culture. How I speak to people, how I show up, how I appreciate people, the amount of gifts I give of, you know, maybe, uh, maybe it has branding for our company on it, right? Maybe it's for our, you know, our teams, like, like this is a, one of our branded logos. This crown is all over my house. It's all over everything, right? Like this is a big deal, right? This is everywhere. Uh, we literally throw up gang signs. It's a crown. Don't freak out. Okay. (laughs) But like we literally throw up crowns and photos, and people love it. People wait, when are we going to do crowns up? I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. Wow. But Really, it's about identifying who the key players are that you cannot be without. And when it comes to culture, it's not that people are dragons. It's that behaviors are dragons. So identify the parts of your team culture that you want and you will just have core values around them that you will not budge on. And then when you start to see a little baby lizard, like like a little lizard popping up in behavioral issues, shut it down. You're the boss, Haley. You be the boss. You pull those people out of situations where they're able to poison the well, right? Pull them out of those situations before it turns into a full-grown freaking Dracarys, right? Like Game of Thrones dragon. Shut it down. 
Shut it down. A people who feel appreciated and loved, they do not leave people. I'm telling you, they do not leave people. So if you want a solid team, build it foundationally the right way from the ground up, no special deals, no whatever, drive on performance, run core values, and make people feel loved. And I'm telling you, that's going to build a business that lasts a long, long, long time. Um, I wish I remember the exact name of the book. Maybe I can look it up really quickly. It's that Zappos book. Let me look it up. Zappos book. I'm just going to write Zappos book. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? The happiness book. What's it called? Delivering happiness. Delivering happiness. Get the book. I bought that book eight, eight, nine, ten. I don't know. Ten years ago. Read it about culture before I ever had a team. Before I ever had a real big old business. I was reading about culture. The Zappos culture is one of the best cultures that was ever created. Check that book out. I hope it helps. Um, Sarah says she's so interested in affiliate marketing from what I've heard. How would you recommend for someone new to get started? So I actually do network marketing, which is a little different than affiliate marketing because affiliate marketing tends to be you pick a product and then you use your network just to sell it everywhere. I'm affiliated with one specific company and then I sell million hundreds of millions of dollars of one line of products. Um, so we can chat separately about that if you want to, Sarah, but, um, Affiliate marketing, you'd want to get affiliated with people, brands, big things like that, where you can get affiliate codes, affiliate links, etc. If you have a big audience on social media platforms, really easy to get into affiliate marketing. Um, but one thing I, I notice for sure is that there's no one stronger than you. Like there's no one stronger than your brand uh, because it's something that would be your passion project. And so you are always going to be able to sell more than affiliates of whatever. Um, and it's up to you how much you want to dilute your people. Uh, there's a reason that I don't sell all kinds of stuff to my followers. The reason I don't, I really specifically don't do that is because I know that if all of a sudden I come out and I'm like, now today we're going to buy hair brushes and tomorrow we're going to sell lipstick. And then on Thursday, we're going to sell ketones. And then on Friday, up on Friday, it's televisions. People will be like, what the hell is wrong with her? Right. It would become very confusing. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so anyway, Daniel, if we are in two, com- we, what if we are in two completely different industries, what should we do a personal brand for the one that makes money or the one that doesn't make money, but makes impact? Wow, that's a great question. I am a big mush ball. And so I'm going to give you my honest answer. And it's in two ways for like my aggressive, you know, dominant personalities, my high D's on the call, which are probably all of you, but me too. Um, Impact over income always. Okay, impact over income always. At the end of the day, every interview I'm part of, anybody who tries to push me into stuff that, my soul just doesn't feel aligned with and my heart ugh, is like ugh, with um, at the end of the day, I know I've turned down deals that I could have made faster cash. And I know I've turned down positions in companies and businesses where I could have hurt other people and made millions of dollars like this. Um, I know I've said no to a lot of things that financially upfront would have made me pretty happy, right? Uh, But me as a person, I know who I am. I know who I am when I put my head on a pillow at night. I know that no matter what my reputation ever is, I know that I'm a good person. I know that I make decisions that are based on the impact of other people's lives before I ever start to think about myself. And by doing that has done nothing but serve me. I've had tremendous success. I know I'm not the wealthiest woman on earth, you know, yet or whatever. Um, I know a lot of I know, I know that, but 
I also know that I've hurt nobody. And I also know that I have impacted millions and millions and millions and millions of people's lives. And so I would build your brand around what's making you impact. And quite frankly, when you make the impact, the money comes. That's the great irony around it, right? Is that all of this, all of this impact that I've been making for a decade now, just pouring into people, you know, I haven't sold a single course. I haven't sold a single book. I have put out I mean, thousands of hours of free content. I have made tons of people, I mean, literally probably at least a thousand people a million dollars or more. Like I've, I know, I know that a lot of my money though is because people see the impact I'm making and they want to be partnered with me. I know people bring me business propositions because they know my character. I know people will bring me uh, investment ideas that I've been able to invest in because they know my character. So ultimately make the impact, Daniel. I promise you, you will make the income. Um, but I always lead with impact. Um, let's see. Do you just focus on the three fit social media platforms or do you make sure to jump on the others and any new ones that come out? Super cool. Oh wait, I missed a question. I'll answer that in then Peters. So great question, Jason. No, I do not just get fit, which is Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I am on Clubhouse every single day, building a big following over there. Um, I do have a YouTube channel as well. And my podcast, I don't go a day without uploading an episode of that podcast. The podcast is not monetized, but it has over 2 million downloads, uh, 1,700 five-star reviews. It's crazy. So no, I'm everywhere. I kind of joke around. I'm like, I'm a disease. <laughs> I'm, I'm like a contagious disease. I'm more contagious than COVID. Okay. If you block me on TikTok, I'm going to pop up on your Facebook. If you block me on Facebook, I'm going to pop up on Instagram. If you pop, if you block me there, look, you, you can't get rid of me. So just stop trying. <laughs> I'm everywhere. So, um, especially when new stuff comes out, I do think it's important to be one of those first adopters in general. It allows you to scale. How do you build followings on Instagram or TikTok organically? The biggest thing I've ever seen ever in the history of Instagram is Clubhouse. Use Clubhouse to funnel into Instagram. If you're not talking on Clubhouse, you should. The second thing right now is going to be Instagram Reels on on Instagram. You don't need to be funny, okay? It's just such organic reach right now that it would behoove you to make sure you are using Instagram Reels. And you can make the TikToks, which TikTok platform right now is crazy. TikTok is so powerful right now. Um, it literally basically shows shows you to everybody, like TikTok will show you to everybody. And then if you're making entertaining content, um, then you're going to win. That's just how it works right now. So Peter, I would say, go find the trending sounds, find the stuff that is impactful to you, find the st- find the stuff that you go, ooh, I know how that can work in my business and then run with that. But I've only done organic everything, just so you guys know. I don't think I said that, but I've never paid for a follower. I've never paid for an ad. Everything I've done has been organic. And I'm proud of that because it's not that common these days. So yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. There's, I guess, one more question and then, um, we will wrap since we're at the top of the hour. Walid says, is there a different strategy for social media and branding for someone who is more behind the scenes in business strategy planning and, um, M&A for fortune 500 companies where there's a lot less application to sharing publicly. So I'm sure there, you know, you could do a couple different things, right? Like you could be, 
Like, I don't think it is different because maybe you're not talking necessarily about, you know, your business strategy for Fortune 500 companies. Maybe that's not what you're branding, but maybe you are branding your lifestyle. Maybe you are branding who you are as a man. Maybe you are branding the parts of your life and your family that you're comfortable showing because that human side of what you're doing, those Fortune 500 companies, those brands, they're going to be more attached to you. They're going to want to do more business with you, right? Because they're going to know who you are. People are going to be a lot more comfortable with you. So I'm not saying you need to brand it to the extent that I've branded it, but I think it's necessary. I think that's your calling card these days. I think that that's, that's the business card, right? The business card these days is having something on social media. People are kind of weirded out now if they look you up on social media and they can't find you. Or if you're saying, oh, I'm the, the master of this, 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 this. And they're like, well, then why do you have 232 followers on Instagram if you're the master, right? Like, does nobody know who you are? I'm like, this smells, smells suspicious, right? So I don't think it's that different. Um, and I think that it depends then when, where you want the value to go. Um, I hope that answers your question. We can dive more into it if you want to reach out. Um, okay. And then I love it. You said you're doing others podcasts. You're starting your own. So smart. I have tons of branding tips for a podcast, scaling podcasts, uh, but I'll have to be another time. So um, just so you guys know, that is a wrap for today. We're at the top of the hour. I appreciate you guys so much. Where we can connect, my name is Jesse Lee Ward. So you can connect with me on Facebook. If you're a Facebooker, if you're an Instagrammer, it's I'm Boss Lee, just I-M-B-O-S-S-L-E-E, or type in Jesse Lee, it'll pop up. Uh, TikTok, I'm Boss Lee, Clubhouse, Boss Lee. You can also email me if you're an emailer. It's just ask, A-S-K, Jesse Lee, like my first name, at gmail.com. Ask Jesse Lee at gmail.com. And yeah, I hope to see all of you at the next mastermind. I hope you got some value today. If you have other questions, feel free to reach out. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Dan and company. Uh, it means a lot to me. I definitely still suffer from imposter syndrome. So when Kat asked me, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to barf. But I love you guys. I appreciate you. And I hope that, uh, that this helps you a lot in scaling your business. Have a great night.